Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistics professor and his cousin gives you sports betting tips. I'm your host, Professor Sides. For the latest updates and information, you can find me on Twitter at Professor Sides, and you can find my cousin Jared on Twitter at Cousin Jared. This Major League Baseball episode is about Game 3 of the World Series, scheduled to be played on Monday, October 31st, 2022. Because, Jared, uh, we're not in costume, I guess. It'll be Halloween when this game is happening. So, uh, what what's your costume this year? Man, what is my costume this year? Well, my daughter would say that the only costume that I have is like Batman, and it's not a very good costume. So always go to the Batman. I remember when I was young once, I did Robin, but then I was like, eh, Robin, the yeah. sidekick, who yeah. wants to deal with that? I'll just yeah. go Batman, the big fella. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, my daughter also told me that they got me my my Batman birthday uh, decorations today. So I think that was supposed to be a secret, but I know now. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I think uh, – during this game, if you were to be in the professor's household, you would see a lot of sharks because uh, our daughter is into baby shark at this point. That's she's of that age. And so mm-hmm. uh, Mrs. Professor yeah. ordered baby shark costumes for everyone. So yeah, uh, that's what we'll be rocking during game three of the World Series instead of my Astros jersey. But in case you're new here, check out the webpage on the banner. Uh, if you're new here, you're like, what am I watching? Uh, yeah. <laughs> new. I'll give you a primer and explanation, especially it's important for money line plays it works a little different the point spreads otherwise the goals for this episode are to share key information about this game give you some things to think on and explain why certain plays are or not being made i never recommend blindly tailing or fading any pick but rather to hear the justifications and thought processes to make sure you're fully on board with us or against us before investing your hard-earned money and as always remember there are no locks in gambling so what i provide are loves likes and leans it is a b and c grades indicate my confidence level with respect to scaling wagers However, please understand that good and bad variants will occur. So as much as I'd like to say we'll be profitable each and every day, that is an impossible reality for any gambler. You know, I say that good and bad variants will occur. We've talked about this all season. It's been a great season. We've profited a lot, especially the back half of the year. Yep. Continuing to profit in the playoffs. Got an A-grade winner in game two. Uh, I posted in the comments about that. was unable to do a show. Had a little write-up about it on Twitter. Uh, Throw it on Patreon as well, just to make sure everyone saw it. Um, but... We've already seen bad variants twice in this World Series with game one, a 5 nothing lead, had a B-grade pick on the Astros, and that vanished. And bad variants in that that ball in the ninth inning that Castellanos catches, if it's hit one mile an hour or less, it drops in for a base hit. And yeah. the Astros when we win that one. And then bad variants in game two had the under seven, and that game was literally one out away from landing at yeah. six runs, error on – a very sure fielding first baseman, a very good, I mean, gold glove yeah. winning first baseman yeah. makes an error and we push the total. Uh, thankfully, if you were with us on Patreon, the total of that time slot was the Phillies team total under three and a half. And so we still won that, but yeah, yeah. missed the game total. So even the bad variants, Navitas here in the plus, maybe we'll get some good variants uh, to finish us out uh, for some good luck. But otherwise, uh, no complaints from this side of the desk, at least in the playoffs. No, the playoffs have gone have gone really well. The only complaint I have about being at the World Series uh, this time of year is that there's only one baseball series yeah. to, to make plays on. That that is the most impressive thing. Is there's only one game each yeah. night. But yeah, uh, other than that, the playoffs, uh, the playoffs have been a lot of fun for sure. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, before we get to this game, some reminders, please hit that like button if you're on YouTube. Also, if you aren't yet, please consider subscribing or following. It's free. And if you turn on notifications, you won't miss any of the college basketball, MLB, or college football content that this channel provides. Again, we got that Patreon. If you're looking to get some extra benefits, membership starts at just three bucks per month, gets you the play of the day. Got a lot of those rolling out with college football, and they'll be coming with college basketball. Uh, our friend Jake is, uh, I guess, getting. Yeah excited for that thankfully he's, he's, in, his lair. he's yeah. in his lair uh preparing and getting ready to give us a lot of knowledge over the coming weeks i'm sure yeah and i feel like the whole like in the lab thing is like way overplayed and it's just like i want to say that because it's funny like that's not like i'm not i don't mean that in a serious way but i feel like our friend jake is like in the lab right now like cooking yeah. up cooking up the stuff yeah. and again i say that facetiously but he does a lot of research on this so we got all the college basketball yeah. stuff coming up uh soon but we'll get to it here at line courtesy about online sign up link in the show description and current as of the time of this recording late sunday night and a reminder the price you see on screen in parentheses is the money line price needed for the those sides to reach a certain level play according to my model sideline. As always, these games get rolling at 8.03 Eastern here in the World Series. Astros the Phillies game three. It'll be Noah Syndergaard versus Lance McCullers Jr. You know, a, a pretty big pitching discrepancy for the Astros now in games three and four. As good as Suarez looked over the back two-thirds of the season, he still had some rough starts reminding you that he's a good, not great pitcher, uh, a step below Javier, that'll be for game four. And the same thing here, McCullers is a better pitcher than Syndergaard is. And so this is where the Astros have an advantage. This is why you heard a lot of the announcers talk about the Phillies really needing to win both games in Houston, which is surprising. Most of the time you just hope for a split, but really needing to right. win with those two guys on the hill. And I made the comment, I talked about it on Twitter. Those first two games were such an interesting handicap because those four pitchers, I'm telling you, throw them in a hat and draw one out. They're all really good. And it turns out of those four, I said they're all really good. Only one of them actually pitched great. And that's the one that I said everyone's like, doesn't think he's good, but he's just as good as the other guys. Right. He's not, it's not sexy because he doesn't throw 97, but my goodness, that curveball gets a lot of strikeouts. Um, we'll see a drop off in the pitchers here in games three and four, but McCullers has the potential to be as good as those four guys. Mm -hmm. He just also has the potential to get hit around. Syndergaard was once as good as those four guys confidently can say he's not now. The Phillies lacked confidence in Syndergaard to the point where against the Padres, they didn't even start him. They actually started a different character and then went to him in relief. So that tells you they don't have a lot of faith. The model doesn't dislike Syndergaard actually gives him a 93 grade rating. McCullers gets an 83. So again, a solid Astros edge there. And of course, as we talked about, the Astros have an edge in the bullpen as good as the Phillies bullpen did look in game one. And they looked solid enough in game two as well. Um, over the totality of the season, we have enough data that says the Astros bullpen is better. The Astros offense is better as well. Um, game in Philadelphia will help. That crowd will be rocking. The issue, of course, will be that the crowd can't win them the game single-handedly, but it will help. And it is a caution to be careful about playing too high of a price in the Astros. I guess the biggest thing I want to impart here in my breakdown of this game is I think the Astros are more likely to win than not, but that doesn't mean I'm good with laying a number like minus 150 or something crazy on the Astros, right? We have to just yeah. be careful because winning on the road is not the easiest thing to do in the World Series. A slight chance of rain for this one could muck this one up a little bit. 15% chance early on, about 35% chance towards the end of the game. So hopefully that doesn't affect things too much. A slight breeze blowing out, low 60-degree temperatures. Sideline says 7.8 for the total. The actual total is 8 
I'm going to be on the Astros at minus 131, but I'm only giving it a C grade. I just don't like the odds here. I don't think they're good enough for me to get that excited about. Sideline says it should be Astros minus 127. So we're paying a little bit of a premium here. Cousin Jared, I think the big question is, my model kind of likes Syndergaard and nobody else seems to. So yeah. if if you look at my model and, and say there's no way that Syndergaard is a 93-grade pitcher, then maybe you take what sideline says, Astros minus 127, you say really it should be Astros minus 130, minus 135, minus 140, and that's where you get a little more comfortable playing the Astros. Uh, what's your take on this one? Yeah, so you you kind of compared the the starting pitchers there with with Thor and McCullers. So what I would do is I would compare Thor to the other pitchers that the Astros have faced in the postseason, and I, I think that everybody that the Mariners threw out there uh, mm-hmm. against the, the Astros in the divisional series Great were better than, than Thor was. And okay, maybe Severino in Game Two against the Yankees, maybe Cortez in Game Four against the Yankees. You could say we're about even, but in my opinion, I think I Thor think those is, are I think they're better than. Sunday as well yeah so so i think center guard is by far the worst pitchers that the astros have faced all all postseason and i think that the astros are going to win this game just talion would be the only potential exception to that the other guys he said a lot of good pitchers the astros have been facing yeah and and i i just at this point in his career that is not what center guard is anymore and so i feel really confident about the astros in in this spot i like it's not my thing. We've talked about it multiple times on the baseball show this season that I don't like the the run lines necessarily, especially as as a favorite. Um, if you wanted to lay one and a half runs with the Astros here at plus 129 odds right now, I don't think that would be the worst play in the world. But I'm just going to stick to the money line uh, right now, minus 131 uh, with, with the Astros. I feel good about them getting, getting to center guard. And I know you, viewer, might be easy to say that you got two Astros fans here that are both riding the Astros, but I would say that is that is not the fact at all because yeah. in this situation, I could fade the Astros, and that's what we would call a win-win situation. Either I would win with my dollars or my team would win. So I am not below buying wins for my team, but I just don't know how you cannot look at this game, kind of give it a, a handicap based on what has happened through the totality of the season and not see that the Astros aren't the right side, in my opinion. Yeah, and I've, I've told this story enough times, and I'm sure the viewers know this, but again, at Game 6 of the World Series last year, my official pick was Braves. So, I mean, I'm, I, if, I, if I think it's the right side, I will pick against my team. Uh, we back to Mariners. Uh, I think in actually games one and two of the ALDS. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just, yeah, I, I'm, I'm like you. I don't see it here. And like I said, my model is as high on Syndergaard as possible. So that I was really expecting to have a Phillies edge just given how high it is mm. on them. Mm. But the fact that there's no Phillies edge tells me I couldn't play them uh, at the current price. The, the plus 120 is just not high enough, in my opinion, given the fact that how little you can tell that they don't trust him says a lot to me. Right, um, right. And like I said, that's where I think maybe sideline's a little bit low on this. You can make an argument that the Astros are actually a better investment. Again, if you don't think that you'll go look at, go look at the Google sheet, right? Click that the links in the show description. Most of y'all have already been to it. There's a tab for starting pitchers. Go scroll through there and look at the pitchers around 93. And if you think Syndergaard's not nearly as good as those guys, then adjust that number of Astros minus 127, what the model says up to whatever you think. And that kind of gives you a new, a new threshold for me, my personal threshold. I want this to be in the minus one twenties before I give it a B grade. That's just me personally. Sideline would minus one. 25 but i could be a little bit more aggressive than that just because again i think it's off a little bit but minus 131 is just not quite there for me so i'm gonna stick to c grade for now if it drops though i will add another you know unit to it in order to get it to that b grade and cousin jared you make an interesting point on the run line i think that's something for the viewer to consider 
you know, the favorite on the run line, either team on the run line is better on the road. You like that more than the home team uh, right. because you know you're going to get that ninth at bat uh, for the favorite, which is which is helpful. Um, you know, if it does go extras, they have incentive to get extra runs, whereas it's harder for home teams to win by by more than more than a run. Right. Right. The other thing to consider, if the, maybe consider an alternate line if that's something that your your book offers and Astros minus two and a half minus three and a half at really big plus odds might be worth like a half a unit because if the Astros offense gets to Syndergaard and it's not really a home run conducive night it's not mm-hmm. you know with the with the temperature like that it's it's not that I expect a ton of home runs but if that offense at the top of the lineup gets going or if maybe in the second inning uh, or the third inning, the bottom of the lineup gets going and then rolls it into the top, and it's just sing- line drive after line drive after line drive. Mm-hmm. If the Astros get up 5 nothing in this game, that doesn't mean they can't come back off McCullers, but depending on where this game gets, knowing they've got three games in a row, the Phillies might decide to throw some of their weaker bullpen arms. And I don't want to say they're going to throw the game, but if Syndergaard doesn't have it, they know they're in trouble because if he gets lit up in the second inning, what are they going to do? Right? They don't right. have enough good arms to throw all their good arms. And then with Suarez tomorrow likely not going eight innings or something, right? So yeah. it could be a situation where if a game gets out of hand, it might be this one, and you might see a massive Astros win if yeah. the offense gets a center guard. So like I said, one of those ultralines lines might make a little bit of sense. Put, don't put a lot on it, but a little bit of some of those crazy pie-plus odds might be worth it. Yeah, and kind of based on what you just said, unless – you know, you mentioned maybe like a 35% chance of rain towards the end of the game. Unless we just know for sure that the weather is going to become a factor, I don't think I would play the the under eight here. I know that's a, a higher total than definitely than what we've seen the first couple of games of this series and, and higher than most of the totals that you would see in the playoffs in general. But I don't think that I would just be jumping to play the, the under eight there unless we know that the weather is going to, uh, you know, have some effect. Because again, I, I just think that center guard, is, again, the worst pitcher that the Astros face, face this postseason. And if the Astros do get up big, you know, the Phillies may just be throwing a guy out there to eat up some innings because they have yeah. to at this point. It, it, like I said, if he gets hit around in like the second inning, it, I don't know what they're going to do. They've, they're going to, yeah. and they're not going to like their options because if they start throwing all their good guys to try to piece it together, that's a scary proposition because then if they lose that one, it puts them in a really tough spot for four. They lose both three and four. You don't want to be down three, one, right? right so right. you're in a tough spot there. So uh, maybe they decide to pull Suarez in a relief and then just say, we'll deal with game four. When we get there. Right. That's right. Not off the table. They've already done something unconventional by using him in game one in relief. So yep. who knows exactly what will happen. So uh, just things to keep an eye on, especially with the weather, check the Twitter. Uh, I will retweet good updates. Um, I will update the model as well with any weather uh, concerns. So again, just check that throughout the day because the weather could impact this one. They will get nine innings in. They're not going to call it short, but if it does get delayed uh, any, or if it just becomes a nasty, they just got to play through some nasty weather that could affect things too. So keep an eye on the weather. Uh, It sounds like we both like the Astros here. Just a question of how high of a price we really want to play it. And, or do you go to an ultra or a run line or something like that based off of exactly what you think about Thor. So again, like I said, my suggestion is compare what you see in the, uh, pitcher ratings to other pitchers and just see how you feel about Thor's. I think really the way to handicap this game and, and see how you feel about it, viewer. Yep. All righty. Cousin Jared, any parting words for you here? Our last, uh, last time we'll have you on for baseball season. Don't know how we got here, but we made it through all 162 games and the postseason. It's unbelievable. Really? It is. It is. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for tuning in another episode of picks with the professor. Don't forget to subscribe. So you can share all the sports betting content we've on this channel. Shop right into your feed. I'll see you again tomorrow with more World Series content. Of course, we got that college football week 10 content here as well. So we see you again, as always. Best of luck. And remember, 
can eat your betting money, but please don't bet you're eating money. 